The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to talk about phones in schools now. Something we often talk about on this show, and generally it's because a particular school or a group of parents or students have come out one way or the other on the issue of phone use in schools. Well, now the government apparently wants to get involved. Reports in the Irish Mirror suggesting senior government ministers eager to combat excessive use of phones and smartphones in particular and may plan to ban them through legislation. Well, Carl Hegarty is with me. He's a principal or guidance counsellor other at St. Kevin's in Dunlavin and the founder of phoneawaybox.com. Uh, Carl, you're very welcome to the show. Uh, Rachel Harper is with us as well, a principal at St. Patrick's National School in Greystones. Rachel, uh, you too are welcome. Uh, Carl, what would you think of the government getting involved here? Yeah, um, it's a good question. Well, I think it's um, there's no harm in actually the government getting involved and obviously highlighting the issue um, for me that the mobile phones in primary schools, I don't think is much of an issue as it is in secondary. I think for me, the major concern would be actually the transition from primary into secondary. Um, I think, and I heard a, a principal speaking there earlier on, where he mentioned that the, the mobile phones are banned within the school in primary uh, full stop a lot of the time. And that's not to say you're not going to have some issues with them, but without doubt, from what I feel the biggest problem is just that transition from primary into secondary when a lot of parents would tend to buy their um, son or daughter a phone when they're going into school, maybe perhaps they're doing more activities and they want to communicate with them a bit more. So that's the, that's the real issue for me. So tell me about Phone Away Box. What's that? Yeah, so basically when I was the principal of a school, um, the policy that was in place at the time was the students were coming in to the secondary school and uh, placing their phones inside the locker. But wholeheartedly, I knew that wasn't working. Um, they were having their phones on, on their uh, person and it was buzzing and and what you tend to see then sometimes is maybe students heading into the tiles five or six times in the one day. And, you know, so you're, you're aware that they're on their phone. So I think as educators, like it's our priority to try and create the best environment possible. And we came up with, um, myself and, and my, a good friend of mine, Jerry Ryan, who was study supervisor at the time, he came up um, with an idea. It's an acrylic box, a see-through box, and it can be fixed to the locker. It's, it's very secure. We have um, about over 6,000 students using it in Ireland at the moment. And um, so it's... Um, it's a compromise. The students can come in and have their phone, but when the bell goes, they put it inside the acrylic box and it's there. And um, like I'm not a dinosaur, I believe there's still a use of, for technology within schools, but I think the key thing is that it's being used uh, with the consent of the teacher then. So where okay. the teacher can say, go back and retrieve the phone and uh, it can be used. And sorry, well. Carl, is the idea then that like uh, as a, a teacher or principal, somebody can wander down the corridor and they'll say, there's Kieran Cody, he's locker, but that phone box in front of it is empty. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea for the, for the compliance. Um, yeah, and it just seems to be working really well. I suppose, like, the photoway box is an extension of my teaching philosophy, really. And I think it's great to get, like, self-control and self-discipline amongst um, students. And I think that's a, it's a really positive. Uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel Harper, who's with us as well, like I mentioned, from St. Patrick's National School in Greystones. Um, remind us of the, the policy you put in place, Rachel. Good evening, Karen. Yeah, so we have rolled out a smartphone voluntary code and it's part of It Takes a Village, which is a wider initiative focusing on children's well-being. And we have asked the parents to consider waiting until secondary school before they purchase a phone for their children altogether. So it would be, you know, not having a phone in school, a smartphone or outside of school. Um, and it's gone really well, I suppose, within the eight schools in Dalgany and Greystones, we've joined up together for this voluntary smart code. So it's been rolled out throughout the whole time. Um, and we've had a very positive uptake to it. 
Um, I suppose as a group of principals that we could see um, anxiety levels on the increase and uh, we felt that this was one area that would have great benefit, benefits of just asking the parents to consider waiting until secondary school before they purchase a smartphone. And was there much pushback from parents? No, I think there was a sense of relief actually from the parents because the school were kind of leading this a little bit, you know, uh, talking to parents that they were concerned themselves just about the age range, you know, it was phones were creeping in. Parents were, you know, under pressure to buy their phones. Yeah, how, how young was, were, were they starting to appear in the school? Well, just to be clear, they were never allowed in school, but it was certainly outside of school. Yeah. So we could see the creeping in from nine to ten, oh you know, and I suppose the content then is brought into school, you know, and we just felt children at a primary age, they're just not emotionally ready to manoeuvre a smartphone. You know, at the click of a button, they can reach adult material uh, far beyond their years. So for the parents, it was a sense of relief that, you know, they all sign up to this voluntary code. And, and when your child reaches 10, 11, 12, and they're saying they're the only child in the class that doesn't have a phone, um, the parents now know, well, actually, I know that they're not, you know, so there's a united kind of front together with the parents. And for the children, then, there's a sense of fairness, you know, that, um, if everybody else is the same, you know, they might not necessarily like it, but if everybody else is the same, they don't feel so hard done by. And, and the parents, you know, they don't want their child to be left out. Nobody wants their child to be left out or the odd one out. So for us, it, it seems to be working well for, for those reasons. Um, Declan and Mayo has a, has a question. It's a good question, actually, Carol. My daughter is diabetic and she needs her phone for monitoring levels. Can she keep hers? So you see this now, kids get, for people who don't know, kids get a little implant under their uh, skin and it monitors their blood glucose level and it, and it comes up on their phone. They have an app on their phone that tracks it, lets them know if their sugars are up or down and whether they need a bit of insulin. I assume exceptions are made for that. Absolutely, yeah. No, no that's like, you know, health and safety has to be, you know, first and foremost, you know, and absolutely. If there's an issue like that or if perhaps there's, um, you know, a student actually worried about um, a granddad that's quite sick or ill or whatever at them. No, absolutely. You have to be able to, um, you know, you have to be allowed then to have the phone on them. Absolutely. Yeah. And is, is that maybe then where the shortcomings of kind of legislation come in? Because legislation by its nature is always a bit blunt. Are you better off to just maybe issue guidance and let schools kind of muddle through this? Um, yeah, well, that's, yeah, you can do that as well. But I do think sometimes as well, it is good to have the government in support as well. I suppose the example I'd nearly use with that sometimes as well is that if, you know, if you have a, a son or daughter at home that doesn't particularly want to go to school, you can actually get across to them. Well, actually, legally, you have to go to school. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to use that, Carl. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, and I mean, now, here, now you're looking at the same way as in phone, with phones as well. Like, um, but in general, I don't think, like, oh, I have a little lad there now who's in sixth class primary school and, I, and he's in a great school in St. Patrick's in Newbridge and I've never kind of had an issue where he said we're bringing our phone in or that you know so um, but then again in saying that it, it would be nice to say it like to have that support of the government which is well on it. Uh, Rachel uh, despite the fact as you said that there was much relief from parents and a huge buy-in from the community would it have made the job a bit easier do you think it would make other people's job like yours a bit easier if they could also point to the government and say well listen it's, it's not just us who's trying to implement it this is now national policy. You know, I think it's great to have the support from the government, you know, and I think, you know, as we've certainly talked about it more as a town, you know, people are really um, exploring just, you know, the benefits of, of getting kids to wait and not have their phones in school or outside of school, you know. And um, so I think it's good that we're all working together on this and we have a shared vision. So I think it's good. But I do feel, 
you know, as Carl touched on that earlier, that we have responsibility as a school then that we, you know, help the children in their education and digital awareness, you know, that we're not just kicking the can down the road for when they get to secondary school. Um, I do think that there's a, it's another conversation, but I do feel that, you know, uh, that we do have that responsibility to, to guide them in that area, you know, and I suppose that's one thing that we're doing at the eight schools is in sixth class, we're going to be doing some digital literacy classes with them in a healthy manner, preparing them for when they have their smartphones and how to manoeuvre them in a, in a healthy way. And I think that could be something that the government could further support us in just to have you know, speakers coming mm-hmm. out to the schools and, and helping us with that area, you know, and just getting children a healthy place with using their phones, you know. Rachel Harper, Principal at St. Patrick's National School in Greystones and Carl Hegarty is a Career Guidance Counsellor at St. Kevin's in Dunlavin and a member of, or founder rather, of phoneawaybox.com. Thank you both very much for joining me. John's after getting in touch to say he's a post-primary teacher and a student made a video of him without any consent or knowledge. No repercussions and no procedures against them. Teachers need to be protected as well from this, is what John points out. John, thank you for the message. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.